Saints fans, Pelicans fans, let's go. This is the Black and Blue Report. Black. Bree is going to go deep. He's got ground. Touchdown. Blue. Down the lane. Shoots. No. Tip follow in for Davis with three tenths of a second left. Welcome into the podcast for the fans, straight from the teams they love. It's good to see you guys, and uh, I didn't know we had Studio B here in our facility. Good setup. Now that I know where your guys' little office is, I can pop in here whenever I want. Well, we're playing through AD, and so everybody's going to have to adjust to that. Coaches, players, analysts, celebrities, and more. That guy's Anthony Mackie. I've gotten in many of our arguments about the Pelicans and the Saints uh, over the years. Harry County Jr. joins us here on the Black and Blue Report. Undoubtedly, to me, the Saints are the singular reason that New Orleans is back on the map. Hoda Kotb from the Today Show on NBC, our guest. You know, New Orleans gets in your blood. The Saints never leave it once they get in there. This is the Black and Blue Report, straight from the source. No appointment radio. Wherever, whenever. Now, from Studio B, or from wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. Black and Blue Report is ready to go. How goes it, everybody? Welcome into the Thursday edition. A lot of fun last night in Mandeville. More on that in a little bit. Team USA back in action last night at Madison Square Garden. More on that in a moment. But greetings again from Studio B at the headquarters of the Saints and the Pelicans. I'm Sean Kelly. Daniel Salerson's in studio with me today as well. And we're uh, glad you joined us here for the podcast geared just for you, Saints and Pelicans fans. We're going to spend all of our time on those two teams today. And we're going to go heavy on basketball today as we'll welcome in Pelicans head coach Monty Williams, also an assistant coach with Team USA. He'll get us up to speed after their big win over Dominican Republic last night. And another nice performance from Anthony Davis, who built upon his performance in Chicago against Brazil this past weekend. Played a little less last night, but was very efficient and filled up multiple categories on the stat sheet as well. He is really, really, along with Curry and Harden, carrying the load right now for Team USA, who is getting close to the end of their exhibition schedule. So Monty Williams today, and then a little bit later on, David Hawthorne and Pierre Thomas caught up with both of those guys after last night's Saints practice at Mandeville High School. What a night it was. It was steamy, um, but really, uh, to do it under the lights at a high school football field kind of took a lot of us back uh, in time. More so probably for the players and coaches, but even for me as a broadcaster and playing high school football and all that, it was really, really special last night. And uh, the fact that 6,600-plus fans showed up also added to the atmosphere. They were pumped up from the, from the moment the guys got off the bus they cheered them during stretch. They cheered them, shoot, everything. Getting a drink of water, they got a cheer last night from a big, big crowd at Mandeville. A nice little pop for the players and the coaches uh, as they had the change of scenery here and during the uh, training camp schedule. Saints are back on the practice field today, the indoor field. Uh, that practice is closed to the public. This uh, practice will probably be over by the time that you take in our podcast today. But the Saints using this last full workout today to uh, its fullest as they'll travel tomorrow and then get set to take on the Indianapolis Colts on Saturday night. That's a 7 o'clock Central kickoff time on CBS, by the way, and on the Saints radio network. Um, so with that being said, a couple of notes from practice last night. Jarris Bird, 
again, full participation and uh, quickly is getting up to football speed. He looked great on the practice field last night. We also saw Champ Bailey working out. Keenan Lewis was back after some nicks and bumps. And so the defensive secondary last night was intact, looked great together. Akeem Hicks was back at practice last night. And then on the offensive side of the football, continued progress for the running backs. The receivers were on the move last night. And Drew Brees seems to have his timing back with that group as we get set for him to play on Saturday against the Colts. So lots of good stuff going on. And as again, we'll mention, uh, we mentioned uh, Pierre Thomas and David Hawthorne. We'll talk about last night's practice and where they are in camp heading toward the Colts game on Saturday night. Uh, but up next, we're going to turn our attention to basketball and get a special visit from Monty Williams right from uh, his spot in New York City right now where Team USA is spending a couple of days playing two exhibition games before heading out over water to the Canary Islands and then off to Spain by the end of the month for the uh, FIBA World Cup. So stay tuned. We've got a lot on the uh, docket for you today. You can always follow the lineup for this show at Black Blue Report. That's the Twitter handle for this podcast. And for yours truly, the host, it is at Sean Kelly Live. Monty Williams, Pierre Thomas, David Hawthorne, all coming up right after this. Pelicans head coach Monty Williams, Anthony Davis, and your Pelicans have been working throughout the offseason to take this team to the next level. Ticket plans for the 2014-15 season are on sale now. There's a variety of packages for all fans, featuring half-season and 12-game options, including the ever-popular weekend plan that averages a couple of games a month. Packages start as low as $185. Visit pelicans.com or call 525-HOOP and take flight with your Pelicans today. Smoothie King asks, what's your purpose? My name is Trish, and I want more balance in my life. I feel like all I do is rush from one place to the next and end up grabbing a burger along the way. And then I feel guilty, and I start thinking, I need to spend an hour on the elliptical, but I don't have time. I want to eat better. I want to feel better. That's my purpose. We can blend that. Find your balance with the new Greek yogurt smoothies naturally powered by Chobani. Find pleasure in your purpose at Smoothie King. We're talking Pelicans basketball on the Black and Blue Report. Joining us from, uh, I guess, New York City this morning on the Black and Blue Report, Coach uh, Monty Williams of the New Orleans Pelicans and Team USA. Coach, are you still in New York? Is that where we find you today? Yeah, we're still in New York. Uh, We have one more game, and then we head to uh, Grand Canaria um, to get ready for some really good competition but uh, right now we're still in New York and and having a good time and and getting a lot of work in. Last night Team USA defeated the Dominican Republic 105 to 62. Anthony Davis had seven points, two blocks, one steal, four rebounds. Another good night for AD coach. He's uh, he's looked very good the last couple of games for you guys. Yeah AD's been uh, probably our best player since camp started. Uh, He along with James Harden and uh, Steph Curry have really carried the weight. Um, Kyrie Irving is in that category too, but AD has been really good. Uh, his game is is uh, developing uh, in ways that uh, he didn't and we didn't realize it would. And you know he's a talented uh, person, and now he's understanding uh, uh, how to play at a high level and 
playing with really good players. And, Coach, as a result of that, what is he able to do now that maybe I didn't see, you know, last year even? Well, uh, obviously, A.B. can do a number of things on the floor, but I think he's he's got the ability to uh, shoot the ball consistently. Um, you know, he's he'll miss a shot, and he's really, really upset about that because he puts a lot of work into his shot. Um, we spent a lot of time working on his handling of the ball this summer. Um, understanding defenses is something that's that's going to be a, a bigger deal for him as he gets doubled and maybe even triple teamed. But he's he's still doing the things that makes him AD, which is run the floor and play and pick and roll, whether he pops or dives. Um, the one thing that people haven't seen here is he can guard uh, a lot of smalls when you switch pick and roll, but he's put some good muscle on, so he's a lot stronger around the basket. Um, when we played against Brazil, um, he and Kenneth Fareed really dominated the paint, and AD is just a lot stronger than he was before, so he's he's finishing around the basket even better. Coach, your time with him this summer and seeing him grow again <clears throat> in another off season, does it? Does it change the way that you're going to to play him, you know, in the NBA schedule? Has it opened your eyes a little bit, or is this kind of the growth you expected? No, it's just it's what we've we we planned on him getting better at a faster rate than we did before. So this isn't anything that we're surprised by. Um, we just we watch him work all the time we we plan out his schedule and we try to help him as best we can so we we're not surprised by this so i don't i don't see us having to change anything with him it's it's just a matter of our team playing together and everybody understanding how to play off of him because i think that's going to be a big deal for all of our guys um, understanding how to play with uh, an elite player like ad Coach, does his game just does it translate very well to the international game, or is this something that he is going to be able to do both? Because it seems like there's a little bit of a different style of play between what you all see on the FIBA side as opposed to the NBA side. And maybe I'm off, and you'll set me straight. But do you kind of know where I'm going with this? No, I think the thing that helps AD in the international ball is he can stay in the paint and. A lot of the shots he's blocking or the helps that you see on defense um, are because he can sit in the paint and he doesn't have to worry about uh, illegal defense. Offensively, it's it's a um, it's the same kind of basketball, but you know, I mean this in a good way. He he's out there playing with Kyrie Irving and Steph Curry and and James Harden, and I think it helps us because I think Drew is is on that level as well. He may not be looked at that way from the NBA, but Drew is a high-level guard, and so he's used to playing with guys like that. But now that you can't double him as much um, as he sees during a normal NBA season, I think the other guys are benefiting from playing with AD as well. So I don't know if it's a you know if it's necessarily a fit. It may be. But I just think that when you have that many talented players on the floor, it makes it easier 
for you to, to get off. You just don't do it as consistently because all the guys can score. No doubt. And you mentioned Curry and you mentioned Harden too. And, and Team USA coaches has dominated in their exhibition schedule here. As you mentioned, the competition really ramps up when you head for Spain eventually at the end of the month. Uh, gauge, gauge, if you will, the readiness of Team USA for the World Cup. Well, we still have to make a, a few cuts. And I think once Coach and Mr. Colangelo do that, I think we're going to get even better um, because we'll have more time to focus on uh, 12 guys as opposed to 16. I think your reps are a lot better in practice. The focus is going to go up even more because guys know they're on the team. So I think we're going to be even stronger, and our practices will be more focused on what we're trying to do to win a gold medal. And obviously the competition is pretty stiff overseas, but you know we beat a pretty good Brazil team in Chicago and that was a game that we were really concerned about just because of their bigs and their experience. And, um, you know, we handled them pretty well. So I just think we're going to get better. That doesn't mean, you know, it guarantees anything, but I just feel like we have a lot of potential on this team and some really good players. Monty Williams here with us on the Black and Blue Report. Coach, I'm looking at the list of 16 players. And I'm wondering how difficult it's going to be to get from 16 to 12 when you have a roster like this. Yeah, it's not easy um, because all the guy, all of the guys can play. Um, and if a guy gets released, it's unfortunate that it looks like he got cut. But it's not the case. Um, you know, I sit in the meetings and and add my input to the mix and listening to Coach K and Mr. Colangelo um, it's giving me a different perspective on on that how you build your team, and you don't look at it, especially in an environment like this, as cutting a guy. You're looking at the best fit for the team and how we play. So that's the unfortunate part. Uh, we, we've had these guys for a few weeks, and they've really worked their butts off to make the team. And, uh, not everybody can play, but that doesn't mean they can't play. And Unfortunately, we're going to have to strip it down here soon, but it's been a really good camp uh, having all these high-level guys on the floor and, and getting to know a lot of these these players has been a, a treat for me, and, and I've learned a, a few things about coaching, dealing with players, and, and uh, different things that can help our team. Coach, it would be hard for anybody who's not a part of the Team USA basketball family to fully understand the emotion after what happened to Paul George. Has that situation been a piece of adversity for this for this family, or has it been a galvanizing factor in your process? I don't know. It, we, we've had so many injuries in the NBA. I think guys just know how to deal with it. Um, you know, for me, you feel bad for Paul, and you feel bad for his family. You know he wants to play on the team. Um once he gets the care and, and the things he needs to move forward, um, you, you got to move past it. And, and that doesn't diminish what happened to Paul. But, you know, all of us who've played have either dealt with a, a bad injury or uh, something that kept you from playing for a while. It's part of the, 
the process of being an NBA player. Even Paul said that. You know, he's like, we we need to move on. I mean, I I got to move past it, and so does everybody else. This is this is a part of the game. So, I don't know if it galvanized us. If it did, it was it was short lived because it's just like anything else. You can only use certain kinds of momentum for whatever period of time. And you know, once the game started coming, our our motivation is is to win a gold medal, and I think that overrides everything else. Good perspective there. Hey, Coach, I know that this process is a lot of work, but there are special moments right now for you and the group, and I'm anxious to hear your thoughts about being at West Point the other day before your game last night against the Dominican Republic. Yeah, it was a uh, one of the coolest things I've ever done, and I've been so blessed to, to do a number of things in my life, uh, but to be able to go to West Point and, and meet um, generals and lieutenant generals and so many people who've served our country for a long, long, long time um, gave me a greater uh, perspective and, and appreciation for people in my family who served and the men and women who serve um, everywhere I go. When you see someone in the airport or you, you live in a neighborhood with someone who serves in the armed forces, being at West Point made me appreciate those people so much more. And, um, I had the, the fortune of having dinner with uh, General Dempsey and Lieutenant General Caslin uh, a couple nights ago, and and I was amazed at uh, General Dempsey. He just he grilled me and, and uh, Tibbs with questions about you know how we run our teams, how we treat our families, how we deal with coaches. Um, so many questions. I was like, you know, <laughs> I should be asking him questions. And he was, he was asking me so many things about how I look at this. How do I look at that? And I just, I was blown away at his humility. Um, you know, a guy who the president calls on a regular basis and gets advice. He's, he's trying to get advice from me. And so, that was that was eye opening and and then the cadets at West Point were amazing the discipline the attitude the sacrifice that they all share and have is is pretty cool and our guys uh were impacted uh, greatly a d and I had a really good time being there. It was one of those deals where I wish we could bring our team here to uh or there to West Point. Just to just to see it and understand uh, a few things that we try to teach, but also to have an appreciation for the, this country we live in and the men and women uh, who protect and serve, so that we can do the things we do. What an amazing experience, Coach! I know those experiences will continue to come. Maybe not like West Point, but all the best in your travels here uh, through the rest of the tour, and then as you head over to Spain. Thanks again for visiting with us this morning, and all the best, Coach. We miss you back here at home. Thank you, Sean, and tell everybody there I said hello. I know that everybody's ramped up for the Saints and and, uh, having a good time, getting ready for a good season with them. And um, AD and all of our guys are are getting ready to to do the same um, as we prepare to take a great leap this year with our team. So thank you guys. Again, God bless all of our fans, and and God bless Louisiana. 
Head coach Monty Williams with us on the Black and Blue Report. Coach mentioned football. We'll uh, turn to football here in just a moment and recap last night's practice of at Mandeville High School. But Team USA again in action in New York before they head to the, I guess it's the Canary Islands and then off to Spain. Coach, thanks again, and uh, as we said, all the best. Thank you, Sean. Take it easy. You too. Back in a moment. At the Auctioner Hospital for Children, no matter where you turn, you're surrounded by bravery. Children and teens dealing with health problems beyond their years. Parents working hard to keep the worry from their face. Doctors and nurses doing everything possible to get them back home where they belong. From rare brain tumors and leukemia to heart conditions and organ transplants, we offer a level of pediatric care unmatched in Louisiana with more advanced capabilities than any other children's hospital in the region. Even our kids-only ER can handle any pediatric emergency. In fact, the only thing tougher than the problems we see every day are the kids themselves. Choose the Auctioner Hospital for Children and never wonder if you could have done more. Call 866-AUCTIONER to find an affiliated pediatrician near you. Auctioner, healthcare with peace of mind. Special Black and Blue Report continues. This is from our coverage last night at Mandeville High School and trying to catch up with Pierre Thomas before he hits the bus. I noticed signing a lot of autographs tonight. Can you can you remember back to you signing your first ever autograph? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't asked that one yet, huh? Yeah, that oh man. That was a long time ago. I can't I can't remember. I wanna say You know what? No, I take that back. I do remember. That was that was my high school coaches. My high school coaches, it was right before I was going, uh, coming out to New Orleans. You know, they, they, they came to my house and told me congratulations. And <laughs> it was one of the helmets for, uh, for TF South, uh, the high school I went to. And they asked if I could sign the helmet and put Ghost Saints on there. So I did that. Did I mean, it, it, was, it was something special. Did it seem awkward? I mean, were you one of those guys that said, oh, I got to practice my autograph? <laughs> uh yeah, I never thought about that, practicing my autograph. And a lot of people was like, man, you got to switch up your autograph. My cousin actually told me that. He was like, man, you know you got to start practicing your autographs. I was like, yeah, yeah maybe. <laughs> so I, I kind of did that a little bit. I didn't tell nobody else that. But, yeah, I kind of practiced, and I switched it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah so, I mean, it, 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 it's different, but, I mean, I, I stay humble, you know. and it, it, I'm just happy to be here. This was special tonight. I guess I think more so. Well, maybe not. Maybe, I mean, the fans seem to have a good time. Was it was it a good pop for you guys too? Oh, definitely. The fans is what made this this practice exciting. Uh, the fans, all the energy, you know, just hearing out, hearing the fans yell, you know, hey Jimmy, hey Colston, hey Drew, hey Pierre, everybody, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it just brings a lot of energy to you. I know I had a lot of energy when I hear the fans yelling like that, especially when we we're in the dome too. Yeah. But just to come here in Mandeville in the high school and. It, on a, it brings me back to my high school days playing underneath these lights, but it's on a Wednesday, you know, and we play on a Friday, uh, Friday night lights. But, I mean, it, it just brought a lot of memories back. And just to hear that, you know, the fans behind you 100%, it, it really makes you feel good as a person. It makes you feel good inside and saying, like, hey, we got a great community, a great, you know, uh, fan base behind us. And who that nation, you know, they, they always stand behind us, always been with us, thick, thick through thin, you know, and we thank them so much. I, I love to – interact with the crowd it was one uh one time the special teams was out there 
I sat on one of the Gatorade jugs and just stared at the stands mm-hmm. while I was just drinking some Gatorade. You know, just interacting, just, you know, goofing off, having a good time. And they like to see, a, see that out of us, see a different side of us. And that's, that's what I try to do. Here we are, August 20th. You're a veteran. You've been doing this a long time. You know your body. You kind of know the drag of this camp. Are, are you at the point now where you feel ready, or does this still take a little more time before we get to the regular season? Um, I feel like we just need to, we get through this game, and I feel, I'll feel good for the season. Yeah. I mean, it feels just a little kinks, but I feel like we got a good team in our hands. You know, we're just going to see it this, on the last preseason game. We're going to see what younger guys we're going to have who can step up and you know, help us, you know, get to that get to that promised land, to the Super Bowl. But at this point, I mean, I, I feel like we need to get through this game and then we can really see how our team is going to be and see if we're really ready for the opening. What's the wrinkle? Every, every year is different. And even when the names are the same, you know, so many guys on the offensive side of the football we're all familiar with. We've seen you all work together. But seemingly every year there's some kind of a new wrinkle to it. What would it be this year? Have you been able to put a finger on it yet? Uh, I say for offense, it's the wrinkle is seeing how our O line does. I think I think uh, just seeing how our O line does. I think they're going to do a great job. They've been doing a great job, you know, this whole camp and uh, this preseason games. I feel like we're running the ball a whole lot better. Brett been doing a heck of a job, you know, with the O line getting those guys ready, and you can see that they're really working at it. And you know, our our coach Dan Rochard, he's doing a a good job of communicating with Brett and seeing how Brett works with his O line. And how to get us in the same groove as the old line, mm-hmm. and we see the same things they see. We communicate back and forth all the time, and Dan Rochar is giving us the uh, the right information that we need. And I mean, we just going out there to execute. I feel like we're hitting the holes a lot better than we have been, you know, this year. So I think that's going to be what's really is going to have to stand out this year as much. Yep. Thanks as always. I'm glad you had fun tonight. Oh, thank you. Yep. I really did. You got it. Pierre Thomas with us here at Mandeville. More in a moment. Gatorade knows every victory starts from within. It's the determination to come up big when it matters most. But no athlete does it alone. They need training and fuel to perform. That's how greatness comes from within. Win from within. Lotto is all across Louisiana with cash jackpots starting at $250,000. That's a whole lot of cash. From the neon lights of Shreveport, Bossier City, to the banks of Grand Isle, Lotto is your game. It doesn't leave the state, and there's nothing like it anywhere else. It's Louisiana fun just for Louisiana. Lotto, it's a whole lot of cash. Must be at least 21 to purchase. Gatorade knows every victory starts from within. It's the determination to come up big when it matters most. But no athlete does it alone. They need training and fuel to perform. That's how greatness comes from within. Win from within. Well, Black and Blue Report took us to the North Shore last night as the Saints visited Mandeville High School. David Hawthorne was a part of all the fun here. Nice little pop in the middle of training camp, huh? To get in front of this kind of a crowd. Oh, man, this is amazing, man. The turnout, uh, Mandeville, we don't get to come over here often, you know, and it was, a, it was a good deal that they gave us opportunity to come out. What did you think on the bus ride coming over? Did it cross your mind as to what you might see tonight? <laughs> no, I had no expectations, but it definitely it definitely is a great deal. When you, when you practice at a high school like this, does it kind of take you back a little bit? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's one of those deals, man. You come out, you see the lights, you know, I'm from Texas, mm-hmm. and that was a uh, that was one of the biggest things we had, you know, coming out here and uh, 
I mean, we noticed it from the start, just going in and smelling the locker room. You know, it smelled <laughs> like a, a high school football locker room, and uh, it's a great deal. You know, a lot of guys play different positions when they were in high school. When, when you were in high school in Texas, did you always play linebacker, or were you somewhere else on the field? I was a wide receiver okay. and a safety, you know, in high school, you know, but I got bigger and slower, you know, so now I'm a linebacker. Yeah, but you do pretty well at this level now. Oh, uh, definitely. When you think about where we are in camp, can you help us kind of gauge you know, what this is like now. We're on the eve of really that third preseason game, that dress rehearsal. Coach said early in camp, there is no light at the end of the tunnel. Can you see a little bit of a light now? Uh, no, I think you, in camp you just keep your head down, you know, and you kind of grind through it. I think right now it's, uh, it's more game-like because uh, we actually prepare, you mm -hmm. know, uh, uh, a solid week, you know, for your opponent, you know, but we're still in training camp mode, and our main goal is to just get better, you know, and, uh, and, try, to, and try to see where we can take it before the season starts. Some pieces have come back on the defensive side of the football, and I guess I'm probably being more specific with Jairus Bird here. How have things changed with the way that you all have been able to practice in light of those kind of pieces all coming together? Yeah, I mean, throughout camp, I felt I felt like the guys who backed up Jarius was uh, they did a great job. You know, Bush, the the whole secondary, they're loaded back there. You know, and bringing a guy like like Jarius, his char his character and his uh and his uh his attributes. You know, they 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 just add. Add a bunch of, of ball hawking skills and uh, and a bunch of wisdom. The thing that continues to strike me during camp, and I'm thinking back to last season where injuries started to take their toll in that front seven and everything else. It it, it got kind of weird there for a little bit on trying to find enough bodies, but yet now I can't help but notice the depth at the guys in front of you in your group too. Oh, definitely, definitely. We have a lot of depth. A lot of young guys stepping up big this training camp. And uh, you know, and that's always that's always the thing you have to deal with. You know, when you play a contact sport, we uh, we all we've always had that next man up kind of mentality. Well, good luck this weekend against the Colts. I'm glad you enjoyed tonight and continued good work during camp. All right, thank you. Yep, David Hawthorne with us here on the Black and Blue Report from Mandeville tonight on this Wednesday. Stay up to date on the latest breaking New Orleans Saints news by downloading the team's official app presented by Verizon. Check out the 2014 schedule, league standings, and statistics. Plus, have access to watch live press conferences with Coach John Payton and players while reliving your favorite Saints moments. The Saints app makes the perfect game day companion with a detailed map of the Mercedes-Benz Superdome highlighting the facility's amenities. The free New Orleans Saints app presented by Verizon is available to download on iTunes and Google Play. Fans cheer on your Pelicans as they play their final preseason game against the Dallas Mavericks at the CenturyLink Center in Bossier City on Thursday, October 23rd. Prices start at just $9 from www.ticketmaster.com. While in town, enjoy the opening weekend of the State Fair of Louisiana, our numerous casinos including the World Famous Horseshoe Casino and Hotel. Check out hotel packages for the game and other things to do at Shreveport-Bossier.org or call 888-45-VISIT. Pelicans.com and NewOrleansSaints.com, your first stop when following your teams. Uh, Daniel Salerson will be in this uh, chair tomorrow. He'll be hosting Black and Blue Report from Studio B as many of us are traveling to Indianapolis for the uh, Saints preseason game on Saturday night. Uh, Daniel tomorrow has John DeShazer to preview uh, the football game. Oh, Bob Kravitz from formerly the Indianapolis Star, now a television personality in Indy, but really one of the more trusted sources when it comes to all things Colts uh, in Indianapolis, and he'll uh, help us preview the football game on Saturday as well with Daniel tomorrow and Jim Eikenhofer. 
There's the lineup. I'm glad you're in the studio here with me today. Uh, Jim Eichenhofer, of course, the uh, writer from Pelicans.com. And we'll talk more about Anthony Davis and Team USA. Speaking of, by the way, uh, head coach of Team USA, Mike Krzyzewski, was on ESPN Radio's Mike and Mike program earlier this week and had this to say about our own AD. He does things that you, you don't try to say, well, he looks like someone else. No, he, he's that good. He's only 21, and uh, on Saturday night, he did everything. You know, he had five blocks. Uh, you know, for me, after watching the tape of the game, it, I didn't realize how well he moved his feet. He almost looked like a, a boxer in the lane, constantly moving his feet and making plays. And then offensively, he hit his jump shot. Obviously, he can finish. He talks. He's a great kid. He, he's a superstar. And we certainly can't wait for AD to represent our country at the FIBA World Cup. And I really can't wait to see him get back here to training camp and see where this uh, basketball team goes heading into uh, late October and early November. I, I'm, really, I'm really excited about this season. I mean, I'm always excited about every season, but this one more so than – the ones here in recent memory. This is going to be, I think, pretty fun for uh, the Pelicans and their fans as we get rolling here, gosh, in about, well, a little less than six weeks, as a matter of fact. All right, special thanks again to head coach Monty Williams for joining us today, Pierre Thomas, David Hawthorne, Daniel Salerson putting the show together for us, and again, he'll be in the host chair tomorrow. That'll do it for us here from Studio B on this Thursday. Hope you have a great rest of your day, and uh, we'll be looking for you online all the time as we go through the weekend with the black and gold at Indianapolis. Don't forget you can get this program a number of different ways and help us spread the word, won't you? It's always available online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com, easily accessible on your Saints or Pelicans mobile app. And, of course, if you go the iTunes route, it's yours for free and comes into your uh, mobile device via their subscription format with great ease. On that note, we say thank you, and uh, we'll see you right back here next time on the Black and Blue Report. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source, the Black and Blue Report.